Hey y'all, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. You're tuning with your girl Vanessa. And your boy London. So you already know how we start our show off. So what you sipping on? I'm sipping on Crown. Okay, what kind of Crown is regular? Apple. You know, oh. I like a little flavor with it. Yes. What are you drinking today? Today I'm going to be drinking um, a sangria with some pineapple slices in it. Keeping it very classy at 26. Wow, I'm 25. And alive. <laughs> and where did you get these pineapples from? From H-E-B. Oh, wow. Is that a plug to your man? No. Okay, okay, no. okay. You know, this is very convenient for me whenever I go shop at H-E-B. So, you know, you get everything. It's kind of like a Walmart, but a cheaper version. Right. And that's interesting that you say that. Well, guys, I know that you've missed us. We've been gone a while. Life mm-hmm. has happened. And it's brought us to this very moment. Yes. So, she's a quarter past drunk. No, I'm playing. (laughs) And we're here. We're back, baby. We got topics to talk about, things to dish on. It's been a struggle for us to get together. Yes. Schedules have been crazy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's... I was thinking on my way here. I was like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. I've just been, like, working overtime. Yes, yes. And I got a new position. Yes, shout out to you and your position. Well, thank you. Thank you. Shout out to you and your overtime, baby. Everybody getting it. So the dynamic has kind of changed a little bit Mm -hmm. because we've been very busy with things. But I'm so excited to be back here on It's 5 O'Clock Somewhere, baby, because there's nothing like coming home. Yes, you know, we had a great weekend. um, Yes. Both of us doing separate things. Yes. You know, the Texans won this weekend against the Cowboys, so wow. that's another excitement that we have going on yeah, here. Yeah, shout out to that. Shout out to all you um, cow- Cowboy fans mm-hmm. and Texans fans. Um, just let us soak in this moment, you know. You don't have to be so negative, y'all Cowboy fans. We love y'all for real. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even watch football. He over here being Wow, it's not even a fact. I understand the importance or the significance of our team winning. Yes, okay. So let's just go back and catch up on a few things that they probably have missed. Mm-hmm. I just want to recap on my wonderful 25th birthday brunch that was truly iconic. Yes, it was a very nice brunch. You know, it very was. classy. It was. And more people came than, you know, what I thought because originally I just wanted to do my 25. But mm-hmm. it was so many beautiful conversations, so much beautiful laughter, the music, Kia and her drinking, me and my drinking, you and your boobs because I asked you not to do the most and you thought it was your birthday apparently and you brought I mean, the girls to play. You know how I have to do it. So it was just an amazing time. I got the idea going to New York, coming back and kind of thinking about things and just supporting black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we went to Cafe 4212 in Houston off Alameda. Shout out to them. And we just had a brilliant time. Yeah, it was definitely like a good time. Um, even after, you know, I thought we was going to go back out and here you are. I'm 25, y'all get tired so easily. <laughs> I was trying, but I couldn't do it. I don't know why. Yes. And another thing that I'm noticing about myself, now that I'm over the hill with you, my body, you know how we used to do like Friday and a Saturday turn up? It's like one or the other. Really, I prefer Sunday fun day. I need to be at my house by nine. Yeah. So I don't know where that dynamic has shifted from, but I definitely It's love like that. we can't bounce back. Yes, as quick as we used to. So it's very interesting to see. And you that. know, I've had so many beautiful people at your um your brunch, you know. You tried to steal a lot of them. <laughs> no, no, I've only I only talked to two new people really, you mm-hmm. know, not as friendly. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was nice meeting new people. It was, and that's what I like. Like, you know, me personally, like, I wish we could all just live in a house together and just have a good time. I'm that kind of person. I just love when everybody comes together. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's that was really the biggest gift. And I got some good gifts, may I add. Yeah. And Go so, ahead and tell them what I got you. I'm dead. that's I, the one that matters. I got a few good gifts, so shout out to everybody for the love. But Vanessa actually got me something that's near and dear to my heart. And, you know, as I'm putting stuff together for my apartment, I'm like, is it tacky to have, like, all these picture things? <laughs> because I'm like, I want to put picture pictures. Things? I have so many things. Like, I got a blanket with pictures on it. 
London. I just, just don't conceited. know. Like, you don't need to it's have It's not even me being conceited. I just have You just it. like see yourself. But you know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to do in my house. Don't steal this idea because I know you. Smiling, <laughs> <laughs> ready to steal. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take all the pictures from like the trips and everything that we've done and I'm going to make coffee, coffee tables. Table. Everybody does that. They don't do it like me. But anywho, <laughs> wow. She's always trying to diss me and down me and tell me I'm not shit. Mm. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, you know, she got me these baggage tags, which I think are very sincere. It's the last photo shoot that I did. And they're just great. So thank yeah. you for that. They're going to go on my bags. Thank you. Yes. I don't the know if I'll put it on the Louis. No, I don't know if I'll put it on the Louis. I don't know if it'll get Louis, but it'll be there. And I'm so excited about it. But, you know, all in all, catching up with everybody, 25 I'm making some adjustments in my life, Mm so I'm excited. And again, you know, we are busy and booked, and you know, I think we're about to make a season two of the podcast. Mm -hmm. That's going to be our next thing. So we're going to record this episode and one more, and then we're going to go to season two. So that's what we're going to do. So what about you? What's been going on with you? You went out of town this weekend, ma'am. Yes, I went to Six Flags. Um, It was very fun. It reminded me of the old days when, you know, I used to go to Asteroid every summer. And steal turkey legs. Wow, I don't even eat turkey. Thank you. Because you stole enough. <laughs> when you see, still, you don't want it no more. talk about yourself and try to put it on other people. You see how that gets you? No. You don't even know that I don't even eat turkey, so Wow. So, yeah, it was just very fun. Just a chill weekend. Then I came back home, did some overtime, and I'm just here now. So, I'm glad that you're doing all this overtime because I definitely, I'm going to need drinks. I'm going to need a few of them. Um, You've been very absent. Well, guess what? Um, you have multiple credit cards. Um, wow. And then she put my big bank. Well, we're going to go to the next <laughs> segment, folks. Go ahead and listen on up. So, the first segment today is going to be something that comes from my girl, Ayala Van Zandt. Yes. Hmm. I'm sorry. I really don't know who that is. Well, I'm going to go ahead and break it to you. Straight no chaser. Yes. I am a big fan of the Braxton Family Values show. And this week, she gave it to them straight no chaser, like I always say I do to you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And she talked about the power of commitments. Yes. And so what how... did you get from that? Wow. You going to let me finish it or what? Oh, but I just saw that big pause. So I thought that was time for me to I didn't think that it was that big of a pause. Well, you need to clear your throat. Okay. Go ahead. You know about that, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she talked about the power of commitment and how you have to keep a commitment. Mm -hmm. Because when you don't keep a commitment, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of times we like to make excuses. Mm -hmm. Example. So yesterday, I knew we had an engagement to record. And I had to be very apologetic to you. Because I had watched the episode and she said, even when you know it, you have a commitment, regardless of anything else, you should honor your commitment if you mm-hmm. can. So for me, my phone didn't cut on until late. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by the time you had wrote me, because she ain't got no phone right now, she writing me via DM. Well, I do have a phone that you can message me, but you just choose to still I DM me. I thought I have to DM you. No, sir. See, you taking me. Who? See, but I called the power you. of communication. But I'm going to tell you this. I called you yesterday and your phone said it was disconnected. No, it just does that. You can still, you can <laughs> well, still call and text me. So I was thinking that was a communicated, the power of communication. So, um, but I did before we get get into the subject. <laughs> can we go? I did though. Okay. I did let you know that my phone was tripping. You can still call me. Sometimes it just doesn't go through the first time. Right. That's yeah. why I chose to go through the DM because I know it'll be directly given. Okay. Well, now that I know, thank you. I didn't because when I called, it said it was off. But um, you welcome. But yes. as I was saying before, she said, you know communicate the change. So, basically yesterday, my phone wasn't working because I have T-Mobile and, you know... I so, we're just all it. having phone trouble. Everybody's going through with the phones, right? So, my phone wasn't working and it didn't cut on until, like, maybe... I think you wrote me and it cut on, like, maybe 20 minutes after you wrote me. So, mm-hmm. we were unable to communicate. 
But I had to be unapologetic because I made a commitment and I wasn't able to honor my commitment because mm-hmm. something that came up. And a lot of times when we have commitments and we don't honor the commitments, we like to make excuses. Mm-hmm. So the my excuse was going to be, regardless of me knowing that I had to record at this time, my phone didn't work so that stopped me from fulfilling my commitment. Mm-hmm. So she made a very powerful point in that she said, if you have a commitment, you have to honor your commitment because that's what your bond is. Mm-hmm. So when you break that for any reason outside of the commitment, that's when it becomes an issue. So mm-hmm. even though I knew this, well, let me take you to church. It wasn't until I heard her restate it and say, she asked Tony Braxton because they were supposed to be on set. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be there from one thirty. She said, okay, well, what time did it say on your call sheet? Tony said, one thirty. What time did you get here? Uh, 2.15 mm-hmm. but she said but it is no but yeah. because on that call sheet it said 1.30 that means you should have been here at 1.30 mm-hmm. so she said well yeah production she said don't make an excuse Yeah, have an explanation as to why this doesn't happen so when she said that and I'm like regardless of the excuse she still had made a commitment mm-hmm. so Tamar came in but Tamar was like two hours late and she was <laughs> like okay well Miss Tamar well, what's going on and so she became very combative when she was asking her like why are you late? What's the excuse? She was like, production. She's blaming other people. So what I learned from that is, and I took this into my personal accountability, so I was so apologetic, was regardless of other circumstances, just apologize, communicate the problem, and then try to resolve it the best way that mm-hmm. you can. Because Ayala, once they got there, they were there ready to shoot. She said, I'm not doing this. I'm not tolerating this because... This time was on the sheet. I'm where I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to be there. So mm-hmm. sometimes you have to communicate it. Yeah. And I think commitment is such a big thing because it's your bond. So when you make a commitment to something, you have to be bonded to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your thought on commitment? I feel like commitment, it's going to vary to me with the situation. Because there's different communica- uh, commitments as far as like your job, your relationship, your family. So I really just feel like it just depends on... Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. That would be your problem, and that's called alcoholism, mm-hmm. and you need to go get treated. Mm-hmm. But anyway, told you about the clinics. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just feel like it just it just varies. I mean, so um, I feel like when you when you're bringing up that whole situation with Ilana or whoever that is, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know her. <laughs> I feel like she brought up a great point as well, as far as time. Like I'm never on time. I'm not on time to work. <laughs> Which is very bad, and I'm working on it because I've been on You're going to be late to your own funeral is what I think. Yeah. Luckily, I'm But I've been better, and I'm working on it once at a time. A lot of people think that you can just fix something and, and like, you know, at the snap of your fingers, and you can't. You have to work on it slowly, and um, I realized that I had a problem with being late to work. And whenever they made a new policy, I was like, you know, girl, you got to be on time because you can't be getting fired, okay, because you got, like, 30 times. Now they're cutting it down to 15, so... You know, stuff like that, you just have to work on slowly. And I'm getting better at it, you know. Um, I haven't really been late to work. I've, I've been clocking in on time. That's even me having to get up early. And I'm trying to change it step by step. And I feel like that works with every part of commitment. And um, it can be within your relationship, you know. You know, just stuff that you have on go- going on separately. You have to change it one t- one step at a time. You can't just snap your fingers and just change it. Because if you do that, it's not going to last. So with me, I have to work on getting up getting up earlier. You know, just little steps. One step at a time, baby. You're going to get there one day. And it's also about balance. I mm-hmm. recall talking to somebody and they were saying, oh, I know who it is, but I ain't going to put them on blast. But I love them for this because it was a good point because we always have such good conversations. But the person was saying they were rushing to work one day and they got a ticket. Mm-hmm. But they was like, I could have left my Oh, house. I know who it 
early. Yeah, but the person said I could have left home earlier, mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't have a ticket because I wouldn't have been racing. So you have to prioritize mm-hmm. what you're gonna do with your time and how you're gonna do yeah. it. Because so often in times we like to put stuff to the back and come up with an excuse versus us. How many people, myself included? You have something happening, you're like, fuck, if I would have just took my time, this wouldn't happen. Yeah. We in such a big rush to get to the end goal, we forget all the steps to get you where you're going. True. And you don't want to break your commitment by not being able to fully see the bigger picture. And another thing is, like, so many people want to take on so many stuff at, one, like, once. If you balance your life, you know what you have time for and you know what you don't have time for. Because I know for me, I was also a huge procrastinator. So I would wait till last minute to do stuff so I have 20 things to do at one time. And you can also tell them they can li- listen back to other podcasts where you talk about that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I had to um, learn what's to balance. You know, you find yourself like, I should have time for this, but you, it doesn't seem like you do because you wait till last minute to do things. Mm-hmm. So when you find balance within yourself and with everything that you have going on, you'll realize that, okay, I do have the time or I should take some time away from this or that to work on this that's more important. And once you learn that balance, your life will be a whole lot easier. And sometimes um, people don't really realize that, but you just have to take a step back and really realize what's important. That goes with prioritizing again what comes first and what comes last. Right. So um, just finding a balance with everything that you have going on is extremely important. And especially if you're like me, you're a procrastinator, never on time, mm. and you're trying to grow up as well. Mm. So it's hard, ain't it? Yes. It's hard out here for a pimp when you're trying to make that money for the rent. Mm. Mm. And another thing is just be aware. Everybody, yeah. everybody is very different in the way that you go about giving your time and mm-hmm. your energy. But make sure when you give your time and energy, you're giving the appropriate time. Don't jump from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. Find one thing, stay focused on it, and then move on to the next yeah. thing. Because a lot of times people like to start something when they're... Uh, <laughs> like that sentence, yeah. I was trying to start something and I was in the middle fast. of something moving too fast. Slow down, baby. Take your time. Yes. Yes. Would you like to add anything else to this topic or can we move on? Let's move on. What we moving on to? Do you know? We'll see. All right. Here we go, y'all. So the next topic I want to talk about, um, based on this show that I've been watching, it's called 90 Day Fiance, and it's basically a show before the 90 days are up. Now, they have different versions of this show, like before the 90 days, after the 90 days, but this one is strictly before the 90 days period is up, and basically what the show is, is you have a certain a certain period of time um, of dating somebody and getting engaged to somebody for them to come to the United States. Now, if you don't know what show I'm talking about, look it up, watch it, because it's hilarious. But the point I'm getting at is how do you really know if somebody's for you or just wanting to get over on you? Like, most of these people, sometimes um, they're using this person to get to the United States. For me personally, the answer has always been a prenup. (laughs) So, I don't know. (laughs) But, I mean, you're not technically getting married yet. You're just getting engaged to this person. So, you fall head over heels for this person and they come here and to the United States which I don't know what, what's really popping here right now I mm-hmm. mean freedom apparently um, better opportunities apparently um, wow I guess these are the <laughs> things that you plucked from a tree huh? but these people are so excited to get here and they do end up getting here because of you um, you're engaged to them and they can apply for the um, visa. visa the fiance visa uh-huh. apparently 
and um, they get here and they just leave you, and your heart is broken. Well, number one, if you leave me, I'm repoing your shit because mm-hmm. you're not leaving me with nothing. Number one, I ain't that kind of person. I feel like love is hard to find out there. I mean, it's hard enough to find love in the United States. I'm here. So, love. would you ever look at another like? Not out of no country, no. No. I might give me a bad bitch with low self-esteem from Europe. No, <laughs> no, no, of course not. No, for me, I mean, no, I, no. I just think it's crazy how these people really just, first of all, what date naps are they on? And how can I get on it? And it's like some crazy date naps. Just one girl found, it was like some uh, karaoke date nap. Like, mm-hmm. who's coming up with these date naps? And they're really reaching out to this person. And some, this one girl was flying over to a country where Muslim was like their number one like um what do you call it like Christianity and oh religion religion so that was like their number one religion nine knocking nobody who's Muslim or anything but that's a whole different like you have to you're Christian right you're going to meet somebody and I am who is uh (laughs) he practiced he's a Muslim and y'all have two differences you don't speak a lick of his language okay Mm -hmm. and you about to fly over there is you crazy? But you know what? Love, I think people seek connection. And I think that's why, as we talked about in the earlier podcast, people connect to little people online because you don't have that. Anybody can take a good picture. Mm-hmm. There is something that's different when you're connecting with somebody face to face. Because some people may get nervous. Yeah. When you face to face talking to somebody, some people can't look in your eye versus it's that computer screen or that distance that puts yeah. up a protective wall. Yeah. So true. even though we're talking and building a relationship, we also have that distance between us. It's like, okay, I'm protected by the distance. Yeah. Now, when people go on these airlines in five different countries, my thing to that is not saying that that's wrong, but why can't you find somebody? It's like people that donate to over countries when there's poverty right here in the United States. Exactly. These things start at home, and then from that, it grows into other things. That's how I feel about it. I mean, with love, you just have to get out there. I mean, that's why a lot of people have the alternative of bidding on dating websites or dating apps. Ain't nothing wrong with that, because guess what? When love comes, it's going to come in any shape or form. I just feel like it's so crazy how people just do, like, dramatic-ish to find love. And I might have you a dating you- reality show trying to date me. Life with London. Wow. I might do that. I'm a hot catch. Good luck. <laughs> I'm a hot catch. <laughs> I just feel like it. it's crazy because I be watching these shows. I'm like, girl, he just trying to get over here. You know what I'm saying? I like, like how you watch these. The shows that Vanessa watches, y'all, it's very <laughs> like the beginning of reality TV. You're not advanced with the rest of us. You like the beginning, you know? No, watch this. No, this show was very She watched like, Florida Bama. <laughs> wow. Okay, so that's probably like the one... One show that I watch is that's kind of like, girl, why you watching this? What's but the show that you watch? What is it? Florida Bama. Oh. <laughs> you want me to say how I've been saying it? Yes, See I how you try to get me? Uh-huh. But I just think it's crazy how people just go to extremes just to find love. And just so, they're just so trusting but into you these know, people. But you know, this is thing about it. You saying this from a standpoint, you've been in a relationship for a very long time. Me, I'm out here in the, in the world alone, cold. Just trying to find somebody to spit them with them. <laughs> Split that trip with. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I just think that, to me, what I'm trying to get at is how can you trust somebody you don't, even, you can't even conversate with this person. You only conversate through him with the translator or through yeah, texting. Yeah, now that I understand. Now yeah. that's a little different. Now I feel like that's different. But I can understand how you can meet somebody in uh, Yugoslavia and fall in love if y'all can speak you know, the language and kind of can communicate. Now, when you don't speak a lick of their language, you don't speak a lick of yours, it's like there's no genuine connection because language is love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the universal connection. Ooh, you have to have one that. of the five love languages. What is it? Oh, it is. And I got to get you to read the book because I forgot about that. Yes. I got to get that to you. 
but it's a part of it. And I think, I just want to tell all my lovers out there tonight. If you're searching for love. Look for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm available when I'm willing to split that rent. <laughs> and prenups is coming in the mail. How you doing? No, but seriously, I'm going to tell you this with love. The best love that a person can receive is love within yourself. Mm. Instead of looking for love in all the wrong places, look in that mirror and say, baby, I love me for me. Yeah. When you're looking to find a mate, you have to put out what you want. Some people are scared. To say what they want. Some people are scared to say what they want. Mm-hmm. But don't settle. Say what you want and want what you say. And say it in the beginning, too. Yeah. Because don't be over here. Your man ain't never. You know Earl ain't never had no damn job when you tried to get with Earl. Mm-hmm. And you know Earl was never hitting it like that before. Okay. So don't expect Earl to be backing it up okay. later on. Have okay. You on top of the ceiling. How you doing? Mm-hmm. And before you date a man, tell him to send you a picture. Because you don't want to be disappointed, okay? But what kind of picture? Because, you know, pictures get a little sketchy. You can can do a little edit these days. Mm -hmm. An unfiltered picture. Do it live, baby. FaceTime me. FaceTime, baby. And if they got an Android, get you... They got apps. Do they really? They got apps. You can FaceTime off apps. And see, I'm learning about it. Yes, child. But, you know, with love, go out there. I don't think you got to, you know, go too far. Let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go to... What we said we was going to do a long time ago? Um... You know, when they speed, oh, we're going to find that. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do a podcast on that. Yeah, I really do want to go speed date. And just not just home. for me because I'm in a relationship, but I want to take one of my single friends <clears throat> once in the crops for me. <laughs> and, um, you know, just do a little speed date. I just want to investigate, like, what goes on. Just to see what it's like. Because, yeah. you know, that's what I'm going to do. For 25, I'm going to find love. I'm going to speak all the love. She, like, you better hurry up. I know she, everybody having babies. You want somebody without a baby? Yeah, she <laughs> pregnant now. New news. News flash. <laughs> <laughs> Close legs, don't get fed, that's what they say. <laughs> so, let me ask, since we're on, on the topic of love, do you think that it's possible for somebody you've been with for a long time? Now, I ain't talking about me, I'm just talking about somebody, I, something I've seen on, on TV. Right. This lady, um, her and her long-time high school sweetheart, there, you know, they was married, you know, never had kids or whatever, got married, um, a few years later, they got divorced, mm-hmm. and ended up getting remarried like five years later down the line do you feel like it's possible for people to fall out of love and then fall back into love with the same person i do because at different mm-hmm. stages in your life you find different attributes that you may love or may, that you may not like mm-hmm. and that's one thing when you grow with somebody is either you're going to grow together you're going to grow apart yeah. some people unfortunately grow apart and others grow together so it definitely is a decision within that relationship how you choose to carry it out do, what do you what do you think makes these people like not able to grow together? Because a lot of people, I feel like they're not in, they're not into like growing together because they don't like change mm-hmm. or because something was promised to them at a certain time or that they just felt like they were going to be at a certain place in life. Um, so they can't take that change. They can't take that slow progress or, you know, was it ready for the fast progress as far as marriage and kids? And see, I think that goes back into commitment. Mm-hmm. When you Ooh. get into this relationship, what are you committing? What yeah. are you giving up to get in? A lot of times we like to give more than what we give. Mm-hmm. And I think when you decide to be in a relationship, it's kind of that place if you choose not to be selfish on everything yeah and the key to that is being able to communicate effectively and you know functional as you grow the way that we communicate may grow the way that we love the way that we express ourselves all those things are subject to change and to grow Mm -hmm. but it's making a commitment to stay in it and say damn this is what i want and what i don't want Mm -hmm. for me personally Mm. here you go (laughs) for me I just don't know. I don't... I, I mean, I say that... You know, I'm putting my heart into this podcast. I'll tell y'all all my business to an extent. <laughs> For me, 
it's a change of commitment because I'm committed to so many other things. It's just like that's the I feel like relationship is the most vulnerable thing a person could be in. Yeah. Cause you have to lay every single thing down. Mm-hmm. You know, more so than your close friends or your family. It's just a whole different level. And it's also that level of intimacy that you're going yeah. to. So you have to strip back all the layers. And yeah, you could be the most open person and the most funniest person to them, but you it's like a lady, a girl with makeup. Like you put on the Fenty and then it's like you wipe all that shit away. And yeah. so it's just really just you and the bare commitment of if it work out then it's good if it don't like mm-hmm. in my mind the back of my mind it's always like it do it don't do you it's just a whole nother level of yeah. intimacy within yourself and I feel like you have to be committed like it's really it's a really brave thing like people that are in relationships um, good or bad just mm-hmm. having that opportunity to commit and stay committed and I think another thing is also you have to understand who you are as a person mm-hmm. individually because mm-hmm. a lot of times people go into relationships or hold on to relationships um, not realizing that you're your own person. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that. And also you have to understand change. Mm-hmm. It's not everything's not going to stay the same. Change is going to have happen and you have to adjust to certain things. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing somebody told me this past weekend, they were like, why would I... And this this has to go along with people make mistakes and um, as far as, you know, relationships as, you know, not spending enough time, you know, taking stuff for granted and stuff like that. But you also have to realize that, you know, uh, why would I go stop talking to so-and-so to talk to Susie, realizing that Susie also has problems. You have to adjust to Susie when you was perfectly happy with so-and-so. But you baby, was, yes. Hmm. Don't leave a for sure thing for something that's a maybe. But because everybody's gonna have their issues, uh-huh. okay? So you gonna wanna search for something, baby, and guess what? You might wanna go right back, and that person that you wanna go right back to ain't gonna be there, baby. Mm-hmm. The door is closed. Yes. Yeah, so moving right on along, let's go ahead and talk about dates or dating. How important is a date? I feel like when it comes to your first date, I feel like that's very important. Mm -hmm. Because um, I was talking to my cousin about this. I was like, girl, take your time. You know, fill them out. You know, you had a good first. It wasn't even, yeah, a date. It was a date. And so you had a good good first date. You know, great uh, communication, great conversation. They talked for hours. And she told me she hate dating. I said, a lot of times we rush ourselves into dating. Stop looking at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Sometimes yes. we rush ourselves into dating somebody just because we don't like to be lonely. So I feel like whenever that does happen, that first date does come along, a lot of people put pressure on themselves mm-hmm. to be a certain thing. But I feel like the number one thing, now I haven't dated in a, lot, a while, you know, but I do try to be different on all my dates, you know, because I have different personalities. And different wigs. <laughs> different hairs. <laughs> so don't tempt me. But um, I think it's very just to be yourself. Which because one? I feel, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, I'm talking to somebody who um, has one personality. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself. Because I feel like whenever you're being yourself, somebody can help. Some, the other person can pick up on that. And you can, you're able to tell if somebody's being real or not real. Right. Now, sometimes people aren't able to tell that just because they're desperate and they ain't been with somebody, <laughs> you know, oh, for you six know. months. So, mm-hmm. um, just be yourself and don't <laughs> rush it. Because I feel like a lot of times people rush certain things. Now, my relationship that I am, am, am in now, I rush that, baby. But I'm happy. You know, I'm happy. You know, I, I rush feel, that. Yeah, I feel like y'all have a good dynamic. That's what I always <laughs> you know, say. You told me he loved me after one week. You know, I had to run with that, baby. I'm dead and been ever since. The bank, <laughs> the laundry bag, anywhere to take a chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think 
for me personally, I've been on a few dates and I'm gonna get back into it. I, a few is like a few. Yeah, <laughs> and you got drunk on all and, of them. No, just a few. <laughs> <laughs> but I am like my goal really at 25. I'm about to get like into it because I'm not trying to be lonely and I need somebody to put this rent please. Yes, yeah, because it's coming up soon. It's coming up soon and I'm at that age and I feel like I achieved so much so far. So I just need to like I'm ready to share it because mm-hmm. I think dates are important and the dates that I have going on like. It's been a really good time. Yeah. We've laughed. We've enjoyed each other. But I just haven't progressed since the date. Yeah. And maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. I don't progress. You haven't, like, tried to reach out for a second. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been, like, a date. And then something else come up. And then... But that's commitment. I yeah. can't run from my commitment. And maybe I need to put myself out there more. And then another thing is, like, women and men, like, whenever you're going out to date... You have to ask yourself and you also have to ask the other person, what are they trying to get out of dating? Because if you go into something blind and then, you know, he just trying to, like I told my cousin, like, if you just trying to, if you just trying to F, I can't say the word. If you just trying to Never F, before. you know, let them know that. Because it might be somebody that just wants to do that too. Because I don't want to waste dating. my time. Like, that's the thing, too. You don't want to waste your time. Yeah. So if it's not worth it, don't lead somebody to the water and then not be willing to drink yeah, so that that's another thing. Like, you have to verbally say what you're looking for and let them know because whenever you go on this date with somebody and they just thinking, you know, they're about to smash and leave, you know, you set yourself up because you didn't let them know that what you wanted. You didn't you didn't verbalize and say, hey, I'm not looking for just casual dating. Right. Um, I'm not just trying to smash and then pass. Right. You're trying to figure out what you want in somebody. Right. So you have to let them know that. And I think wants, understanding your wants and your needs are very important too. Because there are certain things that you should have them bring to the table in order to progressively grow you guys' relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. You want somebody that's going to sit at the table with you, as we said before, Mm -hmm. and contribute something that you haven't had. Or even if you have a different opinion on some things, you're able to communicate and learn from one another. And I think that's very important. It really is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, like, for for an example, like me, I love to travel. So I can't be with somebody who just likes to stay at home and, you know... Working is good, but baby, we're gonna have to do something fun, okay? Because, <laughs> baby, guess what? I ain't about to lay in bed 24 hours a day, okay? We need- <laughs> Can we go out to dinner? Because if we not going out in public, baby, something wrong with me, <laughs> or we, wrong with us. yeah, or we not a thing, Let's baby, you just had me in the closet, okay? Ooh. We we sleeping on this full, full size bed, baby, what's wrong? <laughs> We need upgrades and commitment on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I need to be going traveling. You know, you have to speak these things. Yes. And another thing is a lot of people, they try to find themselves being perfect for that person. Because you want to be with that person so bad. And yeah, you might love that person, um, but you can't be perfect. Like you, like I was watching this movie, Napoli Ever After, with Sinai Layton. And this girl in the movie, I, I saw her before her man woke, woke up, put on makeup. I said, what the hell is this? Baby, who the fuck about to do that? Yeah. I'm not about to do all the extra shit for you. You better love me the way the hell I am. Yeah. And that's, you know, ooh, that's a great point. Let me, let me take it back on to that. This is how I feel now that I'm 25 and I'm over here with you. I feel <laughs> like, in all honesty, that's what you want. You want purity and sincerity. Mm-hmm. Sincerity. Meaning that even if you take the best picture in the world, if your ass when I see you don't match up to that picture, then that's a waste. Yeah. Because it's not, you don't date the person in the picture, you date the person that's actually in person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So when people try to date the picture, like, mm-hmm. it don't matter. I done met people that's beautiful looking people, and then you meet them, and it's like a complete turn off because of the way that they act, yeah. and vice versa. 
the thing that you want to have is you want to have consistency mm-hmm. and you want to have somebody that's authentic. If you can look at somebody when you look a mess, baby, then I know you deserve me when I look my best. True. That's what you want. And that goes with like growing too because some people don't realize that and I feel like women mature faster than men mm-hmm. on most occasions what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. So that comes with change too because you was probably trying to um, not do the same things that you did wrong in a previous relationship five years ago right. when you was 21. So you're still trying to live up to that thing and you're like, you know, I want to do it different how it was back then. But baby, you have to realize the men that you're dating now are older. So their mindset has changed because they was with Susie and Suzanne right. probably got a few STDs from them. Ooh, so they had not to the realize, S's, baby. <laughs> so they probably Suzanne had to STD. realize, like, you know what? That's not what I'm looking for. You know, I, I need a real one. You know, somebody who ain't going to be waking up and putting makeup on early in the day and then you wonder why they want to take you swimming on the first date but hey oh what you call oh baby make sure it ain't my pool <laughs> in my community hmm. baby so let me ask you this what's your ideal first date honestly and then what's the worst date tell me the best and then the worst well i i mean the only dates that i've not yours on... but i'm just saying what would be your idea of the worst and the best thing i think the best date would probably just be something i wouldn't want to go anywhere like local in a crowd i would want to go somewhere where conversation was flowing you know lighting is good yes lighting is good i'll probably do something like maybe like a beach day mm-hmm. if i didn't live where i live because the beach is ugly or um you know maybe do like a picnic something different mm-hmm. i know that's kind of like corny and probably a lot of people have done that but something different like you know kayaking you know i'll be in the tree laughing at you wow I'm just something friend. different even like like a a theme park or like that's cute just something different i don't i don't really feel like i'm like i don't want to go on a dinner mm. as a first date so what about the worst date what would be your worst date just like probably going to like a dinner not not saying the dinner part is the worst part but probably just like going to dinner and like no conversation is flowing mm. or when you try to you're the one talking the most i think too yeah. Okay. Because I feel like when you're not, like when you, when you're doing something more adventurous, you're able to get more out of people. So a lot of times people are nervous in like a sit down setting. So you want to break that first cycle of like breaking the first few conversations with you two in public versus like, you know, them being nervous and really don't know what to say at dinner because it might just be nerves. Right. You know, so breaking that first cycle, I feel like you can really get more out of people and see what they're... You're flourishing at this topic. Yes, you know, because I'm an expert at this. You are. Yes, finding love. (laughs) Get into it. If you're looking for love, hit me up. You know, London has failed in multiple uh, occasions because he can't put the bottle down. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You know, let me me talk about my ideal. Um, I don't know. And since you said the adventurous thing, it's definitely, it resonates with me. But my idea for ideal first date... Probably be picking you up in my helicopter and London. Oh, sorry. Budget. Okay. Oh, budget. You, but you're right. You, you, and I do too much. Yes. Okay. You swiping that credit card. You're right. You was you, real <laughs> my fun. Yeah. Your real okay, fun so that no. you got from your job. <clears throat> and that's something that you're going to just pay back $25 every month that you just spent $3,000. Try it. <laughs> Try it, guys. Try it. No, I think for me, I want to cook. I want us to cook together. You know what I want to do? My best, like, if I was just to, like, find that person, for me personally, like, get a place downtown with, like, Mm -hmm. a nice view, chill some wine, Mm -hmm. cook. Let's cook together and just have dinner and laugh and just have a good time, play some good old 
Kenny G, some Luther Vandross, something kind of old and just real. Just oh, I hate when you play that old ass music. No, but I'm saying just vibe and like talk yeah. about life, talk about politics, talk about your goals, talk about your ambitions, just talk. And I think the cooking is so cool because, you know, I used, I'd still like to cook when I can. But getting in the kitchen and like, it reminds me of like science, like you created some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like chopping it up mm-hmm. and talking and yeah. laughing. And, oh, you added too much. Just those moments of, you know, cuteness. Yeah. I think for me, the worst day would be anything that I would have to be hot on because, you know, I sweat so bad. And that's the one thing. Like, even when we go out and people touch me, they get so excited. I'm going to hug you. I hate that. So I cannot be hot. Like, yeah. I want to say, like, doing the ATVs through the desert, but it was so fucking hot. I almost died. I yeah. know you did too. So some anything that I'm hot. And, I, and see my nerves like I'm real good with people this is something people don't know I'm really good at people but when I get nervous I start to sweat a lot too so mm-hmm. I have to find a balance like if it's a cold place that's fine but I think my ideal first day would be somewhere you know nice view of the city baby city lights chilled bottle of champagne that's cooking yeah. eating the food maybe watching Netflix and just chilling oh so you want to Netflix and chill that <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? But I like that. Just, you know. And I don't know. Oh, this is a good one. Because I want... This is what that leads You're getting to. too excited. I am because it's good. Like, after that first... How long do you wait before you get intimate with somebody? What's... Is it like... Is it customary to kiss somebody after that first date? Or how long do you wait till you start showing signs of affection? Like, I don't feel... For me personally, I feel like the first date is too soon. Really? I do. I do. It just depends. Like, how long did the first date take to happen? Now, if you just talk to this person a week or two weeks... Because, baby, I know some people who will talk to somebody for a week and go on a date with them. Yeah. And me personally, baby, we're going to have to be talking because I need to see your interests. Right. So if you're keeping up with me in conversations, right. especially through my phone being broken and stuff like that. And baby, it's hard. Yes. So if you if I see that interest, then you're worthy of a first date. Mm. Now, I'm not just about to go on a date with you and I've only been talking to you for a week, but that's personally me because you never know what people have intentions are nowadays. People is crazy. Right. So, me, yeah, it just depends them. because... <clears throat> I would say first date can happen after three weeks because, you know, I'm learning things about you. Um, this gave me time to uh, do a background check. What's your credit score? Wow. Is your mama crazy? Does your mama have a job? You know, certain things I'd have to look up before I could just you go on a stupid. date with you. Is it a family cycle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, what about you? I feel like the first date is just like establishing the foundation. I mean, I think you should go with the flow. But when, when is it okay to go on that first date? Is a week, do you feel like a week is okay? I think it's all on vibe. Like, yeah. I want to say, you make a good point of saying, like, you have to feel comfortable enough. But if mm-hmm. you feel some people that you meet, you automatically bond with. And that's yeah. fine. Sometimes you want to do a little more research because you owe some creditors and you want to make sure they ain't owe no creditors. And when y'all get together, <laughs> you got bad credit together. You yeah. that. So you have to feel what vibe goes best for you. But it just depends. For me personally, mm, I'm going to play around with it and just see. I'm going to do both just to see. Yeah, but it also depends on the person too because mm-hmm. a lot of people, like for instance, if I was single, I know myself and I fall into temptation, baby, and it's bad. Oh, and that's baby, and <laughs> yes. Dates, yes, you could go, it could yeah. be really tempted. Yeah. Okay, so you might be like, oh, oh, you know, the first date's too go to a public place, soon. public place, <laughs> and get your car home <laughs> too soon to be, you know, jump it out, to, jump it out your clothes, jump it out your drawers. But it just depends on the person too because you know. It's people who are sexual, people who are not as sexual. Mm. So maybe if I if I'm about to go on a first date with you, <laughs> you turn into that. That'll be a minute when you get that bag on. <laughs> you know, it just fall. It depends on the person too. Yes. So me, 
knowing that I fall in temptation, I have to give myself a few <laughs> weeks as well. I know I try to put. You have to get a water bottle for your car. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. That's another thing. It just depends that's on the person, true. too. Because you would be tipped and it'd be like... Because you don't want... And that's the thing with temptation, too. It's like, after a certain time, people become tempted. But then it's like, you be tempted and then you mess up what come, what come afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you have to find your balance and get you a water bottle and just spray. Spray yourself. Don't jump out your drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them drawers on, girl. It's going to be there for you. So I'm like... And me... Okay, so with kissing, I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with kissing. But people... People freak out. What I've noticed is people freak out with the kissing. Like, they don't mind the sexual part of it. Yeah. But when it comes down, what's so impactful about kissing that people are just so hesitant? It's just funny. Ain't that crazy? Like, people will have sex with somebody, but then they're kissing, but don't kiss me. Because I feel like kissing is intimate, and then, like, people don't realize that sex is too. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of times, people look at kissing as intimate and sex is just, oh, I'm just having sex. I'm trying to give me one, too. But (laughs) I have to realize that kissing it and sex is kind of like the same thing. And I feel like sex is more... Who shot and you know the kissing because the kissing is a very sex you gotta but a lot of people but a lot of people don't kiss during sex yeah but that's so, just, but do you feel like sex is more impactful than a kiss or is a kiss more impactful than sex I feel like it it varies it's different mm. it's different on each side so like I feel like kissing you find out somebody is passionate sex you sometimes want somebody who's passionate, but you also want somebody who's You want somebody you know, that's going to blow your back out. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, baby, before I try to get to this kissing part and fall in love with you over your kisses, I need to fall in love with you over, you know, your in the boom-boom room, okay? So, I feel like it's just different. And, like, for me, I know, like, okay, when me and my honey boo, we went on our first day, we went to the movies, you know, before I had um, dance competition or whatever. And I kissed him first. But he didn't realize that I, because I was a little slutty. <laughs> little fast. Yeah, I was a little fast back then. Floozy. And I, I kissed him first, so it kind of caught him off guard because he didn't know that we was going to kiss the first thing. And in my hand, I'm like, why don't, we wouldn't kiss all the first thing, <laughs> you know? So the kiss is so funny. We have like a funny story about the kiss and we try to re- reenact the scene from back then. Ooh, it was just next funny. Next time we get together, we're definitely going to have it because I want to see this. It's like I kiss his nose because I'm short so, and he's, he's much taller than me. It's like, it was just weird because like, I don't know. I know I try to kiss him first. So I guess he finally realized when we went to hug and it was just like awkward. And he tried to kiss you back? Yeah. Aww. When he realized that I was trying to kiss him, but the lips didn't match and it was just. <laughs> I'm dead. I got to see this in person. I'm going to let y'all know. But yeah, I mean, I just feel like dating, it just depends on the person. Mm-hmm. And you have to know what you're trying to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So once you put that up front and you let the other person know, you can see their vibes after that. It's all about vibe. Yeah. About the vibe. Yes. Alright, y'all. Well, we're gonna go ahead and close out today's episode. Go ahead and tune in every Monday. And remember, it may not be five o'clock where you are, but it's five o'clock somewhere.